Crafty Muso. Hey guys, Andy here for Crafty Muso, and I have with me today David from Wild Style. Um, so David, could, David, sorry, could you just tell me a little, <laughs> could you tell me a little bit about the the label first up and how it started and a bit of the history? Yeah, sure. Um, well. It started because a bunch of us, the people who run Wildstyle are part of the Cactus Channel and we've been part of Hope Street Recordings for like six years now. Okay. Um, so that's another one of Melbourne's independent labels that puts out mainly the funk and soul and world, um, like the Bombay Royale and oh, yeah. ourselves and the Public Opinion Afro Orchestra. I don't know if you've heard of, of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so we've been part of Hope Street, part of that family for about six years um, from when we were like 15 or something. Okay. Um, so we've been kind of surrounded by them and nurtured by them for ages. So we've kind of learnt the, I guess, learnt some of the ins and outs of, of what it takes to run a label. So then when we started making music that wasn't funk and soul, that was more under like, I guess, the indie pop tip we wanted to put it out but hope street wasn't really the thing to put it out with so we were like let's start our own label and try this so that's how it kind of came into inception yeah awesome and how many um how many people are kind of behind the label then uh, about six people but that's not including the two hope street head honchos okay yeah cool but, um, the six of us who are all in a band called frida Mm-hmm. Except for except for one guy who lives in the house at Wild <laughs> Wild Street who is not in Frida. But um yeah, so six of us kind of run it. Cool, cool. So um you know, departing from the the other label, how did you go about kind of creating your own identity and um what was that process like? Um it took a while having having six people making creative decisions and all agreeing <laughs> the same thing was hard. Um, but we just stuck at it and we've all been, we've all been mates for a long time as well. So, you know, we kind of know each other's aesthetic and things that we like. So it wasn't, it wasn't too tricky. Um, but deciding on the name and the artwork thing that took a long time, Mm. but I'm pretty happy with it. I think. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. So I guess that kind of falls under my next question, which is like, what have been some of the the challenges of starting? So obviously, having six people making creative decisions might have been one of them. Uh, what about some other ones? How about um, the way you went uh, through kind of marketing and um, getting your name, the name of the uh, label out? How did you? What did you find challenging? <laughs> um, it's still super early days because True. we've only really been around for like a month, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's been it's been slow kind of getting getting the name out there but a bunch of blogs have kind of you know picked us up and done done reviews on and you know done interviews with us about the label as well as interviews about Frida. Yeah, definitely. Um, cuz we're kind of treating Frida and Wild in this one bag at the moment cuz we're kind of you know we're both working off each other. Yeah. Um, so you know reviews about Frida often you know mention Wild and Wild mentions Frida because that was our first release and Mm-hmm. Um, but other challenges are delegating work around so that it's kind of all, all fairly equal. It's 
been a tough thing as well. Um, because I have, um, cause I also work at Hope Street Recordings. So I generally, I guess, have the most knowledge from Hope Street as to like what needs to be done to run a label. Um, so kind of sharing that around is a, is a tough thing, but a needed thing. Mm, definitely. So, um, working with uh, Hope Street, uh, what what kind of things do you see uh, working as a label, and what what are some things that you think uh, you know labels could do better? Um, or like, if someone's starting their own label, what are some kind of areas that uh, are worth kind of focusing on in your uh, starting of a label? Um. I guess know exactly why you're doing it and have a fairly strong aesthetic and a sound, I guess, at least, you know, what you think it should sound like in your head before you actually start doing it and sticking to that as well. Cause I feel like the, the reasons, the first reasons as to why you would want to do it are probably the strongest and they can probably be the ones that you should develop and, and explore. Yeah, and not lose sight of, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Once, once things start going, you think, oh, i got to get because more it, people onto the side or whatnot. But yeah, really totally. should because be. it takes a long time. I mean, Hope Street has been going for about, uh, what is it, six six or seven years now? Yeah, I was just saying, yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty good. A lot of labels kind of fold and collapse along before that. Um, but it's taken a long time to get to get up to where we are now. And... um you know, the main guys are still doing it out of love and not really making anything from it. <laughs> That's it, yeah. And they put in heaps of hours. So it's not losing sight of why you're doing it because of, you know, not really getting any money out of it or, or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess just making sure you have a strong sound and aesthetic. Um, and... Uh, I guess another thing which I've, I've noticed with Hope Street and while is having strong and dedicated musicians and bands. So, you know, having bands that would go out and tour and sleep on couches and make no money, but push their music hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, let, let's kind of break it down into um, a, a kind of, kind of action stage of, all right, you've got you know, uh, you've got your resources and stuff there, and you're just starting a label from from scratch. What would be the first kind of three things that you do? Like, the, what would be the the stuff that you get done in the first say week of of setting it up? Mm. Um, I guess figure out what release you're gonna put out first. Mm-hmm. Um, like I couldn't ma- imagine taking on more than one band in the first few months. Um, maybe you could. Maybe that'd be cool. But yeah, just figuring out what music you're going to put out, um, making sure you have a fairly strong, I guess, like brand and and name and vibe. Um, so that includes like I guess artwork and I guess like a bio slash mission statement thing about what yeah. what, what you're about. Actually, just just quickly on the whole um, the the image and the the artwork and design that goes into the the label, how how did you go about that? Did someone that was part of the the uh, group come up with that stuff, or did you kind of outsource that to 
graphic designers or um, how did you go about that process? A bit of both. Like a bunch of us just kind of sat down with some paper and sketched some ideas. Um, and we went through heaps of different different things, but um, we ended up going with a mate of ours who plays with us in a in various bands, but he's not part of Wile. Okay. Um, so he did the logo that we have now, and it was kind of it, it originated from a moth. It kind of, I guess, it, it looks like a moth if you look at it like a moth. Yeah, but yeah. I'll, now that you've said it, <laughs> yeah. After everything, we were like, "Whoa, that looks like Australia. Is that is that weird? Is that is that good?" So that was kind of funny. Or or two horses drinking out of a trough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> think of nacho chips in something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Think, yeah. It's it's anything you want it to be. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But we cool. went through. Yeah, we just went through a bunch of different ideas, and you know agreed on them or vetoed them and came to this one. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So um, I've got just one, one last question to, to leave you with, which could be quite a, a long uh, answer or depending. But um, how should you go about approaching a label as a, as a band? How would you... I mean, obviously, you've got to approach the right label for, for the music that you're producing, but... What kind of uh, correspondence do you think works best uh, in that um, situation? Approaching the right label is really obvious, but sometimes people don't really get that. I mean, like, because we, we get a few emails of bands, you know, sending us their music to, to see if we'll pick it up. That's just in the completely wrong genre. Mm. And it's just kind of a bit like, oh, you obviously didn't really do any research into what we are. Yeah, they so just want to get their music out there and they're just like, ooh. <laughs> your stuff. Um, yeah, so making sure you actually know who you're talking to is is first thing. Um, um, what else? We have a bit of, I guess we have a biased approach because we've been part, because Wild Style is, is kind of an, an imprint off Hope Street, but we're kind of curating it and we're controlling it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a bit of a biased approach because we were all kind of already signed to a label when from when we were quite young and um they kind of approached us so we never really had to to you know send out hundreds of emails and and talk to heaps of people so we were super lucky in that um so we we made good friends with the label i guess that was one of the things but you can't i guess you can't always do that yeah, just on the whole um, hundreds of emails, I think one thing to maybe talk about uh, while we're on the topic is don't send the same you know email to every label. Like it's not gonna you gotta you gotta kind of personalize it and make sure that you're approaching them for what they are known for. And there's no point, right? Just sending yeah, a, yeah. a blanket email, and if it's not working, or alter it. You know, change it each time to yeah, to the totally. point where yeah. So just yeah, I thought mean, I'd um, touch on that. And also looking at, like, uh, I guess what their tone is, if they mm. have a website or something. And then you can email them in that tone to a degree. That's true, yeah. Like, maybe you don't, you don't always have to be super formal and, like, um, yeah, and you can, yeah, just depending on their tone and what, like, vibe they have, you could probably, you know, write your email to that. Yeah, you could, you could write something to get their attention. Actually read it and, you know. 
Um, yeah. uh, we got we actually got recommended by one of the artists on the label when we kind of when we got signed. Um, so that's I guess one of the things making friends with a different band on the label. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. I feel like it's important to just make good music and not really worry about it. And then hopefully you'll get picked up, mm-hmm. which I know Definitely. that's pretty, pretty vague, but it's, you know, it's what they're there to put your music out and you're there to make it. So just concentrate on writing it and making it. Yeah. Cool yeah. And getting, I guess uh, that, the uh, thing that goes along with that is actually going out and doing gigs and networking with other bands and venues so that you do get your sound heard. And then, Maybe a label will pick you up because they heard you at a um, a concert, and you're much more convincing when you're actually playing there live in front of them, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because like, even if if you're a band that makes really cool music, but you're kind of not really gigging or selling yourself, even if the label likes you, they might not consider you because I guess the whole point of a label is to sell your stuff and mm-hmm. and you know. I guess make some money off for everyone involved. Definitely, definitely. Well, thanks, thanks so much for um, talking with David. Um, if you want to check out Wild Style, you can go over to Wild Style, which is spelled W Y A L Style dot com, and they have uh, a lot of stuff. Well, they have their their blog up. They've got um, their mixtape that's just been put out. Uh, their first mixtape, which features Frida, uh, the Cactus Channel. Um, featuring Chet Faker and and so on, so d- definitely go and check that out and look forward to seeing more of uh, of the label and where it's where it's headed. Yeah, thank you. We'll, thanks, we'll keep pushing hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks, thanks again. Thanks, Andrew.